Hey, Sincerities! We'd like to take out a second to shout out the sponsors of this week's episode, the IRL Podcast. Have you ever wondered how different AI would be if it puts people instead of profits first? Well, check out the IRL Podcast, an original podcast from Mozilla made for people who are into or build AI and people who develop tech policies. Listen to Mozilla IRL wherever you get your podcasts. Peter Piper picked a pair of pickled pepe. A pair of pickled pepe Peter Piper picked. If Peter Piper picked a pair of pickled pepe, how many pickled pepe did Peter Piper pick? One of it's miyage. One try. Ha <laughs> ha. Happy New Year to every single one of you, my loves. Yes, sincerities. It's finally 2024 and you made it. Hey, oh my goodness. It's a whole new, a brand new year. Party people say, party people say, yay, yay. It's a new day. It's a new day. <laughs> wow, we really did make it to 2024, right? And I mean, in retrospect, 2023 really breezed past. It just sped up so much. Aside the strife and the shage in the land, that year was just really quick. And um, the saying is typically, oh, how time flies when you're having fun. That cannot be said about 2023. Um, I don't think fun is a way most people will describe it. Even for the people that had gains. But anyway, welcome to the Sincerely Acquired Podcast. My name is Joseph N.T. And I am brought to you kind courtesy of the GCR Network. That is the Gold Coast Report. And also a quick shout out to my co-creator and producer, Mr. Kwame Asantiofori. The other half of this exciting podcast that you always keep coming back to. Because you know we always on top. We give you a love. Now baby, you're ours. <laughs> yeah, people. It's a good, good day. Oh, by the way, if you hear any like ice cubes and things, I'm, I'm drinking. I'm drinking something small. Mm-hmm. New Year celebrations, you know, just, you know. But anyway, I know most of you are wondering what is going on. But, you know, we've been giving you back-to-back episodes. Don't act surprised right now. It is what it is. We're just very committed to giving you guys, you know, something to like, you know, just hold you down. And it's a new year and we wanted to give you this very special episode where I talk about the things that I, I think that, um, if you're a sincerity, honestly, I don't, I don't want to open this up and say Ghanaians. If you're in sincerity, you know, means you're a fan and uh, support this show. And I always say in my jokes that I want the people that like, I want sincerity to be like very, very, you know, I want you guys to be successful, do well, you know, and success can be defined in many, many different ways. And you can quam, Mr. Please. <laughs> but I, I'm always going to give you nuggets and gems and, you know, whatever that I feel like can help you guys. And so, um, yeah. Come and I spoke. We're like, you know, we have to empower our, our listeners. We have to let them know what's up. And so we are doing this little list of things that I think that you should leave behind in 2023 to make it 2024 a bit more, you know, less gloomy, more lit. You know what I mean? 
So that's what that's what this episode is going to be about. It's very unconventional. We're not going to be doing what Twitter said. We're not going to be doing shout outs or a listener letter. We're just going to be talking, guys. It's going to be one of those episodes. Yes, I know, I know. But anyway, it's been a while since we chit-chatted, right? Mm. That's my drink, guys. I don't know if Kwame's going to edit out those sounds, but it is what it is. That's what it's giving you know, he said he's not going to do much editing and this is like raw. So I just, everything is going to be one take and I'm just going to be speaking off the cuff. I I was going to prepare notes so that I have like a solid list of things. But I was like, you know what? I just want to I want to speak from the heart and be inspired by whatever it is um, that, you know, comes to mind. And so I'm going to go. I don't even know, you know, my list of like how many things I'm going to say, but I'm just going to keep going until I feel like I'm tired. <laughs> And um, of course, we're going to keep it entertaining. Um, I also want to say thank you to every single one of you guys that made it out to our day. We're so happy. Oh, we had the best time at our day. It was really great. Thank you so much to every single one of you that supported us, you know, in 2023. I know a lot of people discovered us in 2023 and you've stuck with us and now you're telling people about us. And I'm just like, yeah, that's the way to go. And so from Kwame and I, um, as a Sincerely Require podcast, we want to say thank you. And this year, we hope that you tell even more people, continue to engage us on all the platforms that we're on. You know, we're on the YouTube, we're on the TikTok, we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter, you know, just Spread the gospel of sincerely or cry. Bring happiness and joy to some people's lives because the shige, hmm, it's still in the land. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's still in the land. Anyway, let's just get right into my lists. Um, things you should definitely leave behind in 2023 to make your 2024 a better experience for yourself. Okay, are y'all ready? Okay, I'm ready. Okay, so top of my list. Well, I, you know what? Let me not say top of my list because I'm actually like, you know, like I said, this is like off the cuff. So I haven't really put in any like ascending or you guys remember that thing? Um, ascending order, descending order. It was math. I remember they would give you some, some things like fractions and decimals and then you say arrange it in ascending order and descending order. I just want to ask you guys, what are you people using that information for in your grown up stage? Is there anybody that is actually using that ability? Knowing uh, if a fraction is bigger than a decimal, arranging it in ascending order and descending order. Like, what, what did we get for that? Simultaneous equations. Don't even get me started on logarithms. Don't give me, like, can you imagine AI? AI has come. We don't need logarithms. I don't know, maybe I'm speaking out of 10, but that's just how I feel. <laughs> like, math as a topic really traumatized my entire childhood. I'm telling you, I hated math. I was so bad at math. I used to cry when I had to do math homework, math tests, math exams. Because, like, I came from a household where, like, the, like my mom was such a high achiever. So your grades had to be good. And I would do well in other things except math. And then also French, actually, you know. I did well in French when I went to high school. Let's just be real. But I struggled with French a little bit. But, like, it's like you have good grades. And the math and French is just not going well. And like, you're so powerless because it's like, you just, I just couldn't do it. I had extra classes. I had um, teachers that would come and teach me at home and everything. And it just was not, you know, but I, I, I did my best. I did my best. Um, but math really traumatized me as a child. So sometimes when I think about the things that we had to learn, long division and all this kind of, I'm like, what is this? Calculators say boo. And then look at the way technology can help you do anything. If you get upset and you don't even want to use your fingers, you just call Siri or Alexa, Alexa or whatever. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, Ah, oh, 
such a waste of time. We could have been, we could have been taught something else, like, you know, how to, 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 to how you do priority list. How do you, like, today, this month, when you see that the budget is not catching, how do you remove this from this so that you can afford this? Like, I feel like we could have had, like, um, which brings me to the fact that I feel life skills as a core, as a course or a topic that we learn. I don't know how many of you did life skills in school, but we did life skills in like GSS2. And I feel like, what, what, what the hell was that? Life skills, the things that we're talking about, like, like adolescent reproductive health. We want life skills. Give us real life skills. We didn't get life skills. Y'all didn't teach us how to open a business, how to go and talk to people at GRA. You didn't tell us like how to maneuver, like just being an life skills could have been a bit more substantial. And I don't know what they're teaching the kids. I don't know if they still have life skills, but I feel like we should look at that curriculum and make it a little bit more of substance. Okay. So they can have proper life skills because child, I don't need to know about like reproductive organs and whatever as life skills. Put that in biology, put that in science. Oh, look at me going off on a tangent. But anyway, um, I think I want to start off by saying for 2020, um, 2024, I am, I think that everybody should be very intentional about curating life experiences that suits them. Okay. This sounds like it's like a lot, but let me just break it out. I think you need to be intentional about curating life experiences that suits you. You know, too often in this country, I feel like, we feel like we just have to deal with stuff. We just have to like, um, let stuff happen because that's how it happens. You know, that's Ghana for you, you know, and I've said it several times when you're growing up, the, the name calling and things, it's just so easy. People disrespect you to your face without even realizing it. You know, I think nicknames in school, there's like a divide. Okay. A nickname can come from your personality. And a nickname can come from your physical features. And we had it. Like, I'm sure every single class had an anajo, had a midnight beke. And this is because these people had the darker skin tones. There was somebody that you call red because, you know, shotingo, fatingo, obolo, oboshi. Like, it's just, we have it, right? And it's regular. But one of the things that I, I, I came to understand growing up, you know, as somebody that has a receding hairline, <laughs> is some of these things, they live with you. Okay, it's jokes and people say, oh, if they tease you, don't make it a thing. If you make it a thing, then they will still tease you. If you wanted to go, just don't say anything about it. And I find that to be a little bit flawed because if somebody doesn't like something, they are allowed to speak about, speak up on it. Unfortunately, the society, social rule or whatever it is, the more you complain, the more we do it. So, I mean, you weigh it out how you want, but some of these things live with you. I'm not going to lie. Think about it. You know, you're, you're laughing at somebody for their complexion. It kind of creates this unconscious bias in their head. Okay. So dark skinned people, are, I guess not so desired People are making fun of me And they, they live with that They grow with that That you know Even if I'm fine crime I'm still so black You know what I mean I just feel like we, You don't have to deal with things You don't like anymore Because we're living in a country Where by force Whether we like it or not We are dealing with A shitty economy We're dealing with Four that has high manganese And so your car is jerking We're dealing with things That we actually like We can't do anything Once the vote is cast And you are done You know what I mean All we can do is complain Demand accountability And there's always stories That will be spun Or the stories Do not even make it On the front page So The things that you have Control of I think you should Really really work on it Like Do not put yourself In a situation Where you have been Friends with somebody That doesn't respect you That says things That you don't like Make you feel some way Like all of those Kind of things That are constantly Bugging you You need to cut it off In 2024 I'm sorry Stress Is the number one Well okay wait Let me not Let me not do this This is This is purely 
what I think. But I think that stress, from what I know, stress causes a lot of problems. Apart from heart issues, there's also stomach issues. Apparently, when you're very stressed, your stomach uh, produces a lot of acid. And you could get gastritis, you could get ulcer. I mean, listen, I'm not a medical doctor. You can definitely get an opinion of a doctor. Don't Google shit because you find any kind of thing on Google. But I'm just saying, stress is something that can actually kill you and be harmful to you and your body. And I feel like constantly putting yourself in situations or having certain things happen to you without you speaking up for yourself or like, I mean, it's going to worry you if you are in friendships that you, and I feel like some of you have this funny idea of friendships, right? It was like, oh, I've known him for like 10 years since childhood or whatever. Like I can't just get up. Listen, if it no longer serves you, you are well within your rights to put an end to that. Okay. And this is not any like no new friends thing. Anybody knows that. I mean, I'm not really big on no new friends. I feel like make friends any day, every day because you have different aspects. So in fact, you know what? That's going to be another point. So let me just save on that. But like remove yourself from situations that no longer save you. All right. Don't put yourself in situations where you have to pretend where you have, I mean, by virtue of the fact that most of us have nine to fives, this, this is advice that like, I just have to tweak it a little bit from Monday to Friday. You're going to have to pretend. Okay. The dry jokes and things. You have to just laugh it off because you know, you have a boss and you are just, you're just here for the, 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 the health insurance, you know, the salary and then the math fine. But I'm talking about like more open situations where you are like in things where you, they, they make fun of you. They say things, even when you speak up on the things you don't like, you know, it's disregarded, you know. I, I just feel walk away from situations that no longer save you and give you sleepless nights. Do you get like, I don't want you to be up at night or second guessing yourself because of a human relationship that you have. Cause I feel like, look, any kind of relationship, be it romantic, friendship, or whatever, if you're not able to sit the person down and be like, you know what? Last week when we were playing, right? And then you call me a skinny bitch. I felt a way about it. Cause you know, I kind of, I grew up with people calling me Twiggy. Or people calling me Dumpe. And I've always felt like I'm not very pretty because I'm very skinny. And these days, voluptuous women are the, are the standard. But I just felt like I, I've fought so hard to like get away from that. And when you said it, it just took me back there. You know, I know we are friends. We make fun or whatever. But I feel like maybe that is like, you know what I mean? Me, honestly, look, it's not too much to ask. It, this thing that I'm saying, it's not insane. I think that you, if you have a friend and the friendship is grounded in something more serious, you know, there are different levels of friendships. I'll be very honest with you. There are people that you see them at maybe church. You see them at the gym. Oh, hello. Hi. Oh, yeah. Whatever. You don't really carry them through the different phases of your life or the different groups in your life. That's fine. But for people that you know, they are there, you're your core, whatever. You should be able to speak to them about some of these things. So don't sit in things that no longer save you or things that annoy you and then you be passive and then you're always frowning and things. It's not good for you and your hearts. So I'm just saying in 2024, let's be very intentional about stuff like that. I'm going to give you a typical example now. Everybody knows I, I moved out of my mom's house in February of last year, right? 2023. And one of the things that I knew was that I needed to learn how to cook. I, then don't get me wrong. I used to cook, but it was very like, and you know, my mother was there always cooking. So I never really like stood on my own to do something and know that, okay, I did this from beginning. Because my mom too, if you're cooking and she's there, she's always going to chip in at some point. You know, bless her heart, Michelle. Mm. You know, she's always going to step in. So I'm like, let me like learn how to cook. So I took to Sweet Tajili and I've been really, really like learning. And, um, I live in Dansuman. So I go to Dansuman market to shop. And, um, I also knew I was going to be going there a lot. So I'm like, okay, I need to like find people, vendors and stuff that they'll become my, my customer. You know that thing. When you go there, they know your order. They always do you fine, those kind of things. So I just, I, I needed to do that. And I remember the first time that I, I went to look for, um, I wanted to buy meat. So they directed me to this butcher. 
First of all, this nigga was impatient as fuck. Like, I, I don't know. I don't come to the market, so I don't know about one kilo versus one pound. I don't know these things, right? Boneless, cutties. I don't know these things. So I'm, I'm like, okay, how do you guys do the meats? He looked so irritated and he was telling me very begrudgingly. As I said, I'm personal account, customer service. I mean, I really don't, I don't walk around this country expecting customer service to be top notch, but this is just what I'm saying. He was very impatient. And then at a point when I asked the question, he was like, nah, what I'm like, I'm going to do jollof. Now then I want a water. And I was like, what do you mean by I didn't mean like why why are you asking me why am I the one buying the meat? Oh, now say we did say we're in a bit too. Basically he's saying, Why am I the one here buying the meat? Isn't it supposed to be my wife that is buying the meat? The minute he said that, compounded with the fact that he was so irritable the whole time, I knew there and then that I wasn't gonna come back to him. So I made the purchase and then I, I, I asked people that, is this the only butcher? And then they showed me some other guy who is very nice, gentle, takes his time. He will ask you if you're going to do jollof, he will do the, 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 the meat, the beef. You cut it in cubes. If you're not, he will like tell you where you're, where you're, where, where, do you get it? I removed myself from that situation. I didn't feel the need to say, okay, this butcher, this is how he is. He's a Ghanaian man. Typically, he expects that women are the ones that go to the markets. And yes, she, let me just, you know, buy my meat. No. If every time I'm coming come by, so I have to deal with your your obnoxious self, your irritable self, and you're going to be passing some unnecessary comments about why I'm the one. If every time, I don't want that. I don't want to have to go to the market and be angered by something like that. Yes, because it annoys me. Why are you thinking like that? You know what I mean? And I get it. The average Ghanaian, or I, you know, every time I say average Ghanaian, I even get coffee. I'm like, what is the average Ghanaian? Who is the average Ghanaian? You know, what are their character traits or whatever? But anyway, I'm not going to like say that this is how uh, Ghana phone TNT, you know. I'm just going to go and buy it from him and listen to his shit that he has to say all the time. No, 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 no. I remove myself from that situation. And this is just an example to give you for any other thing. It could be so many different things in so many different ways. But I hope you guys are getting the, the context of it. Like remove yourself from situations that no longer save you in 2024 and have peace of mind. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I hope you guys like that one. Oh my God. I would love, I would love it if somebody was like on social media doing a breakdown of like their thoughts on this list, like one by one. It would be so great. Just tag me, hashtag sincerely cry. Or you want to do a video about it, you know, like guys, feel free. This content is for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, question number two. I said question number two. Oh my God, look, I'm so used to listening to letters. Um, no. Um, point number two. Allow yourselves to have loose friendships. When I say loose friendships, um, you know, when I was talking in the first one, I was telling you how, like, you don't have to carry certain friendships through everything. Maybe you go to the gym, you meet somebody there. It's okay that that is your friend that you have at the gym. You guys have conversations there before you work out. You help each other whilst you're working out. You probably film each other when you're working out. When you're done, you are done. You walk away. It's not always that like you meet somebody here that you have to carry them into other aspects of your lives. I'm telling you. Sometimes loose friendships are necessary. You know, you know that when you come to the gym, this is your person. And that's fine. Because I think that we as a human, as human beings, especially young people live in this country, we're overwhelmed with so many things, right? And when you're doing friendships and you want to do it right, you need to like be intentional, know their birthdays, care about them, you know, be there for them. And it's, 
it's almost impossible to do that for like so many people. So you can have your core friends. There are three, four, five people. They they know your family. You guys go to each other's houses. Everybody knows everybody. You know what I mean? The fact that you have developed a very good friendship with somebody at church, because every time you guys go and buy me spy, you meet and you talk, son. Doesn't mean that you should invite them to a game night. You invite them to the game nights. They come and meet some of your friends. Maybe, and it can be so many things. If they are one of those overcraft people, they'll go and carry on matter that, hey, these are the friends that he hangs out with. This is what he was doing. Before he realized, just people are talking about you, making your life hard. Or somebody will come, meet a friend you like, start something with them, break the person's heart. And now you are in the middle of this, your church friend, and this, your actual friend that you know. That invested. Like, sometimes it's not necessary. I can't tell you how to discern, but I'm just saying it's good to have loose friends. It's good to have a friend that, oh, every time that you go to the post office, you see the person. Every time you're going to work, you meet at the bus stop. You guys talk. You chit-chat. That's it. If anything, you, the two of you can hang out on your own. It's not always that you have to carry people along into different circles that you exist in. That's how sometimes gossip starts. People go and talk about you. Because sometimes it's not even about malice. Like... Why would you have you have you are invited into your house? You know, you're a loose friend. Now I've come, I've seen your friend, blah, blah, blah. And maybe I have a friend that calls me every week and we just, hey, this week, my, so my friend that I met at the gym, he took me here, blah, blah, blah. Before you realize we are gossiping about what it is. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, I just feel like it's not necessary. If you have a friendship that is at one point and it serves you here and you guys, like it's loose. You don't have that drama of, and you didn't call me. And you know that you see each other at the gym. You don't see each other at the gym. That's it. It's fine to have those loose friendships. Unless maybe this is somebody that, oh, you have stated a person. You're like, you know what? I actually like this person. And it would be nice if this person was at my body body. Then fine. Carry them along. But don't feel pressured. Some of you, you are doing birthday. You are doing wedding. You are doing something. You feel like you have to call every single person that you have said hi to in the last three months. It's not necessary, oh, my dear. Let the spirit of discernment carry you and make you make that decision. I can't tell you who to not invite or whatever, but please. It's okay to have loose friendships. That's my second point for 2024. It's okay to have loose friendships. All right. Um, <laughs> number three. Um, oh my God. What am I going to talk about for number three? Let me see. What am I going to talk about for number three? Um, I think that you should not feel, um, you should not feel bad for standing up to your parents. In 2024. And I know this is a very controversial thing because some people have very weird relationship with their parents, okay? It's a very military regime thing. They don't have conversations. They can't speak back. They can't question authority. I get it. But baby, if you're an adult, you're taking care of yourself and you no longer live under the roo their roof. Even if you live under their roof, I feel like there's some level of standard for yourself that you need to do. But you know what? I'm going to target this towards if you're self-sufficient. Okay, let's not even talk about roofs. Because we know that this whole rent marketing thing in this country is just crazy. Let's not talk about roof. But if you have your a job and you are you're taking care of yourself, maybe you're just living them or whatever. Learn to stand up for yourself. And standing up for yourself when it comes to your parents doesn't always have to be rude. It doesn't always have to be rude. Sometimes you need to sit them niggas down and say, Listen, I get it. I'm your child. You see me as that. But I'm an adult now. I may live here, but I'm an adult. I have a job. I may borrow money from you every now and then. I might but I have agency and allow me to do this. This is something I want to do, you know. And I know this sounds crazy. Some people will be like, ah, it's not possible. Who are you going to? Hey, Mr. This, you're going to cancel. You have it. I feel like this is something that we are all used to. We repeat the cycle. We talk about it on Twitter. We talk about it on stuff. And everybody's like, this is how our parents are. They will not listen, blah, blah. But let me tell you, you never know. 
sometimes what is standing between you and like maybe having an understanding parent or a parent that starts to look at you in a different way is maybe that one conversation. There are some of you, you are, you are just waiting to leave your parents' house and you cut them off and things like that. I get it. But I'm just saying, sometimes you need to understand that your parents are human beings, right? They're just, they're just like, just imagine yourself figuring life out as you go. And you make so many mistakes because of the trauma that you've received, right? The way your parents give and receive love from you, it can affect how you give and receive love when it comes to other people. And then you have children and you carry it on. You know what I'm trying to say? So maybe breaking the cycle is having that conversation. I'm telling you. I remember when I used to work at Ashesi and when I first quit my, my, my Ashesi job and I wanted to work somewhere else, my mom was upset with me because she was very happy that I was working at Ashesi. She was happy to tell people that I, her son works at Ashesi. And when I, she was upset with me. She was like, no, 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 no. How dare you? You have to go back. Da, 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 da. She was upset with me. But I stood my ground because I know what I wanted. I, I knew the experiences that I wanted to accumulate for the career path that I was setting. And I said, no. And she didn't speak to me for like two days or whatever. But she got over it. <laughs> Some of you are so afraid of your parents. See, my friend Prince told me this. I remember when I started going out, I was like 21, 22. Because me, I was very late when it comes to going out. I used to, I was always at home. So when I started going out, when I was in uni, my mom was very confused. Like, hey, why am I going out and coming home very late? She would stay up and sit in the living room. Wait for me. When it's 2 a.m., I come before she'll go to bed. Like, and she'll be upset. You know, and my, my, my friend Prince said, listen, you have to disappoint your parents. Disappoint them a few times so that you know what to expect. And that's it. You know what I mean? But I just, I'm not saying be disrespectful. Just stand up for yourself. Okay? Because, <clears throat> I don't even know. I just feel like you can't constantly live in their shadow. You can't constantly just listen to them all the time because then you give them the upper hand and you're an adult now. That's what I'm saying. This is actually directed to adults, people that earn their own money. Okay? It's by circumstance that you're living in their house, but it doesn't mean shishi. <laughs> Learn stand up for yourselves in 2024. That's what I, 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 I want you guys to be able to do. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Hey guys, we'd like to take a break from this week's episode to talk a little bit about our sponsors. Okay, so the IRL podcast by Mozilla is something that I think everybody needs to get into. Okay, AI is the rage everywhere. AI, put your pictures here and see what your babies will look like. Put your pictures here and see what you look like if you're a different race. You know, AI is taking jobs. AI is coming for, you know, this whole conversation, even the, you know, the strike that's happening with the Hollywood actors. One of the things that they're complaining about is the fact that AI can actually take their likeness so that they themselves, the human being they are no longer needed if you watch that one episode of black mirror that had salma hayek i think i forgot what the episode <laughs> was called but yeah they were literally like taking people's likeness and things like that you know and in this season of the IRL podcast which is hosted by bridget todd she's literally talking to people and looking at how we can balance the upsides of ai with the downsides of ai because you know there's there's benefits to ai you know for example one of the episodes that i listened to i believe episode one of season seven they were talking about the job of content moderators so a content moderator is basically somebody whose job it is to make sure that user-generated content meets or follow certain rules and regulations. So if it's scams, this illegal stuff, they're not going to put it on there, right? Now, AI is actually being trained to take up that job and it's it's a more efficient way to do it, okay? And I had no idea about this until I listened to the podcast. And so I feel like, you know, we're living in a global village now. You know, yes, we're interconnected by the internet and technology is just, it's just taking wings and flying and you don't want to be left behind. So definitely check out the IRL podcast by Mozilla and, you know, get a little bit of breast into how, you know, we can, we can do things with AI. 
AI by putting people first instead of profit. You know what I mean? So definitely search for Mozilla IRL in your podcast player or visit IRLpodcast.org. We're definitely going to include a link in our show description. So make sure you're checking for it. Okay. Thank you, IRL, for sponsoring this episode. Now let's get back to the show. Another thing I want to talk about, listen, there's this thing that happens on social media. Or should I say it's a world thing, right? Stop recruiting haters. Or should I say stop recruiting people to join you in disliking something. I just never understand that thing. I've seen it. There's a natural progression that happens online, right? You have an internet sensation. Somebody gets popular because of something that they already do. Maybe they are doing it in their small corner. Their hundred friends like it and laugh and everything. Somebody popular probably comments on it, blows it up. Now this person has become popular. The way the world goes right now, everybody wants more streams of income. So people now start telling the person that, hey, you need to capitalize on this thing. So now they are doing the thing more. Or maybe it's just content that they were already doing and now they've blown and they are still doing it. And then they become popular. Everybody's laughing with them. Everybody's posting them. They are now the popular meme. Everybody's referencing them. Two, three months down the line, somebody will come and be like, ah, this guy, me, right now, he did bored. He no be funny again. He or, or The one that even annoys me. He was never funny to begin with. I never understood why you people even thought they were funny in the first place. Like, when, who, where, and cut from the beginning? You know, y'all love people. You uplift them on social media. Then one day, you just decide that you are bored. It's not like they've done anything, no. You are just bored. Oh, this thing is not funny anymore. How many times are you going to say this phrase? And then you start randomly tweeting. I don't even understand why people are still watching that boy. Ah, why are you, you guys should stop putting this person on my timeline. Really? Do you guys still think he's funny? Like, what is the point of this? Are you that bored? You don't have things to do in your life. Are you serious? Then you have to come and set up on the internet and try and see if you can find like-minded people. People who are also upset about something. People who also find somebody so that you guys, guys can collectively express your disinterest in somebody just posting their content. Nigga, let me tell you something. The people that made these social media um, apps and whatever, they know that things will irritate you. That's why, first of all, you have the option to follow or unfollow somebody. Two, now you can do all sorts of shit. You can mute. You can block, you can soft block, you can curate your timeline, you can pick between for you and only uh, follow it. Like, there are so many things. Some of you guys just take, I feel like you guys just enjoy being incensed all the fucking time. You wake up in the morning, you go on the internet, and you're like, okay, who the fuck's been popular for too long? Let's bring them down three notches because we raised them up too much. And now he's so popular, he always wants to come and talk about this thing and people are laughing. It's no longer funny. What is this? I feel like the energy that you guys put into things that you like expressing into things like this, no, you can put it somewhere else who puts the energy towards your elected uh, uh, government officials and leaders who are showing you shaggy every left, right, center. Put this energy into people that actually matter. Why are you coming for somebody that has content and people find it funny three months on? Oh my God. Why are we still watching? Oh God. I never thought he was funny. Oh, blah, blah. what is that? In 2024, people should stop that thing. Oh. You people should stop that thing more. If you have you have outgrown somebody, unfollow the person. If you feel deeply about it, mute it because people will repost. And that's the thing about the internet. You can have no you could have known somebody for like three months, and then in the third month where you feel like you're tired of the person's content, somebody discovered him on that day. And that's the day they want to laugh about it. That's the day they want to post about it. People have different, like there are weeks when I'm not on Twitter. I can literally like, there are weeks where I'm so busy, I'm not on Twitter for a week. And when I come on, I'm lost. I literally have to go and look at threads and, see, and just catch up. So the fact that you have known this person for whatever, and now somebody has come and the person wants to find them funny. Now you want to come and decampaign the person. 
It's fine. If the person has fallen off, people are not talking about them as much. Let it happen naturally. And now, you know, I'll soon who class prefects. And it's no longer funny. And why you be, and I mean, I never thought, I that, that thing, that, and anyway, on this point, this point, actually, a sub point under this, those of you who, when you want to come and express opinion about somebody, an artist or whatever, uh, you, 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 you always want to preface it with, a, I am not a fan of this person, but I don't like this person, but I don't listen to this person, but I've never really found him interesting, but what is the point of that? You think that when you announce that you really don't care for the person in the beginning of whatever you come to say, it makes your compliments stronger? Do you think that when you announce that you were really never checking for somebody but now, you, I, I think some of you feel like you are boosting your comments when you say that. Like, ah, me, I never found Jackie interesting, but I'm not going to lie, her last song was really good. Who gives a fuck about the beginning of that? Why are you telling us this? We don't care. Well, are we supposed to give you points for being the most nonchalant person on the internet? Look, I've come to realize something, you know, as somebody that like is a hive member, okay? And I, I, I say this very proudly. I'm a self-actualized hive. I no longer fight with people online ever. Ever since Beyonce dropped Lemonade, no, not Lemonade, self-titled in 2013, in December of all times, who drops a project in December, right? Um, ever since Beyonce dropped that, I stopped arguing with people online. Because I, the woman, she has nothing to prove to anybody. The standards that by which people want to hold her up to and things like that, you know, numbers and things like that, she has done it in an era where streaming was not even a thing. You know what I'm trying to say? So I don't really be arguing with people about that anymore. But there's a lot of people like online that just, I think that the, uh, the thing being edgy is just to go against the grain of what is popular. You know, trust me, there are actual people who don't care for popular stuff. They are in their own world. They listen to their own things. They watch their own things. They do not make it a habit to come and announce to everybody every two, three hours in a working day. They really don't. Y'all just always, as soon as you see that people like something, no, she not be good like that. This woman, even no be like every time. And this is not even about Beyonce. It's about literally any and everything popular. Some of you are like professional um, devil's advocate. Why the fuck are you advocating for the devil? Some of you just want to be, and I know, I know, Elon says that if you can get engagement, you can get paid on Twitter. So that's the thing. For me, I always say social media is very performative, especially on Twitter when it comes to sharing views and things. People are over there, they are performing. The way they, they, they interact, the way that they talk, the things that they say, who they decide to pick on and everything is all based on, 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 on the audience. And so it's very performative. And so I just want to say, this is like a I I for the earlier points. We don't give a fuck whether you like somebody. You don't listen. If you want to compliment the person, if as, you can just come and say, ah, Jackie's new song Scar is really fire. I really love it. We don't care for I never really fucked with Jackie or I never know her or I, I never liked her music. I don't listen to her, but keep that. It's unnecessary. Keep that. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, my next point, I don't know, I've had on four or five things to leave in 2023 and don't bring it into 2024. Um, I just want to say, for those of you that give money out, it's really simple. When people ask you for money, you need to find the lowest amount of money that you know you can give without asking for it back. I think this will help you. Um, this may not apply to everybody. And that's one, one thing that you guys need to understand. Every time when you listen to things, try and apply context, okay? There are certain people who have don't have the issue of 
and at this point is coming about because I realize that the issue of lending and getting your money back, it comes up every year. Somewhere during the year, someone's going to bring the topic back on Twitter. And I just want to say, there are people who don't have this problem. They have so much money, they can afford to give their friends money for a year. And they won't even ask for it back. And there are people who they'll give their friends money, big amounts of money, and they'll get it back in two days. They'll get it back in three days. This is not for you. This is for those of us that we always have to count. If somebody comes to ask you for 2,000 kind of CDs, and you know that you can't give... And, you know, sometimes I, I, you give people money based on how close you are with them and how you trust them and stuff. And you know in your heart, you have 2,000 kind of CDs, but you know you're going to need your money back. But if you give them 500 and they don't give it back to you, and but we shake, you will live comfortably. Please be honest with yourself and your friend and let them know that you can give them 500 Ghana cities. They can pay back when they're ready. So that in the worst case that they don't pay back, you are not angry, you are not upset, you are not fuming. Manage your expectations. Let me tell you something. These days, it's not even about a thing where like human beings owe oh, you, they don't want to pay you. Everything is fucked. I can come and take money from you. And I've estimated that, okay, I'll do this, 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 this. I'll get money on this, 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 this. Then a number of things will happen, which includes certain governmental decisions. And so the money I'm expecting that I will get and used to pay you back, no, I won't get it. But now in, 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 in your eyes, I'm not being truthful and I don't want to pay you back. And it becomes a whole thing. And there's also the issues of emphasis. You have to go and buy medicine. The day you're going to pay back, your car will break down. You know, and sometimes you have to make a decision because if your car breaks down, you can't pay for it. But I'm going to pay the money that you are owed. How are you going to move the car? How are you going to go to work and make more money? You get it? And so sometimes you have to pick and choose. So that's what I'm saying. These when people ask you for money. Look at the smallest amount you can pass with without causing a chaos. No ruckus. What you are saying? Because you're not an ruckus. Those of you who get it, get it. <laughs> yeah, pick the least amount of money that you know that you can part ways with and give it to your friend. So you can you can preserve your friendship. I'm telling you, in this era, we need people. So like falling out with your friend over money they owe you, cutting your friend, all you can you can put an end to all of this by just ensuring that you are giving money that you know that, hey, I can pass with this money and I'll be safe, I'll be fine, I will not be fuming at the mouth. Oi, foaming at the mouth, not fuming at the mouth. <laughs> Right? So I think y'all should take that advice. T take that advice. This is very important advice with like, cause it's gonna happen. Especially, you know how January, January, some of you, they paid you like second week in December. Eh? Look at the number of weekends in December. January was plenty. You are waiting for the end of the month. So this month, especially this month, January, a lot of you are gonna be borrowing. People are gonna reach out. So please apply this to all the things that you do when it comes to borrowing and lending. I'm serious. Yeah. Okay, I think I'm going to give one more thing because I, I this episode is not supposed to be long. I'm going to give one more thing. Um, Yeah, because my drink is also finished. I think this is the standard. Like when the drink finishes, the episode ends. Mm -hmm. Anyway. um, Be a bit more honest with yourself in 2024. Guys. Be a bit more honest with yourself. You know, one of the things that I do, that I've been doing a lot of uh, introspection. Ever since I moved out, you know, I live alone. So I have a lot of time with myself and I do a lot of introspection. You know, whenever I feel any emotion during the day, you know, how, like when you're lying in bed and you're just remembering the events of the day, and you're like, ah, I should have done this one this way. I should have said this. I should have said that. What I do is an assessment of my emotions. If I had a shitty day, I try very hard to think of what you know sometimes you just you're just in a mood 
It's not even like somebody has stepped on you. So sometimes you're just in a mood, and you're like, ah, but why am I in a mood? People are talking talking to you. You're not even feeling like talking back. Your favorite people, like your friends, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your favorite fuck buddy, sends you nudes, and you're just like, you're just not in the mood. But you can't tell what it is. I actually put in extra work and try and think about. It. I'm like, okay, at which point did my mood switch? And I try and understand myself a bit more better so I know my triggers I know the things I don't like I know the ways in which I am extra or not you know what I mean like because listen we are not perfect some of you you live under this assumption that you are perfect and everybody else is the problem but the truth of the matter is that nine times out of ten you're there's also aspects of your life in which you contribute to you know granted we live in a, a third world country and sometimes people are just really crazy and you know, circumstances make people act some way, but introspection is so important. Know what makes you tick, what makes you not tick. Understand your extremities, right? Because if, look, even in this, in this business of friendship and looking for a significant other, you need to know. And when I say, what do you bring to the table? Me, I always look at that thing in a different way. It's not really what you are bringing to add up to me or whatever, but what is the baggage that you have? Honestly, every time I hear what you bring to the table, that's what I hear. What is the bag? Because everybody has some kind of trauma, baggage or whatever that they have to deal with. Is yours texting late? Is yours, um, not always, um, wanting to plan hangouts? Is yours, um, every time you want to hang out, but then when it's time for you to hang out, then you change your mind? Is yours meeting new people gives you anxiety? So when your friends say they are going to hang with someone new and they want you to come, you don't like it. It's like, you know what I mean? It's yours, okay, you are the one that introduced these two people and you don't think they should be hanging out without you. And every time they do that, it makes you feel some way, but you don't want to bring it up because you don't want to look some way. Like, find out why you feel that way. Sit with yourself and think about it. I'm serious. And maybe if you can get to the root of it, it, it can help you adjust certain things that you do and, and just make your life a little bit better. Let me tell you something. I'm going to be very honest with you guys. I hate rejection. I just can't stand rejection. And when I say rejection, it's not even like, what could see will be paying? The person doesn't like you. Even if it's a friend and I'm like, hey, do you want to grab drinks? And they say no. I understand that they have things to do. It may be short notice or whatever, but that knows things like a it's like, oh, wow, you really don't want to hang with me, you know? And I go in this state where I'm like, you know what? I'm not even going to ask this person to go out with me anymore. Like, I'm just going to be, from now on, we only hang out if they want to hang out. Like, I have this whole thing that I do. And then like a day or two later, I realized that I was doing too much. Maybe the person was busy. I, I you know, and um, in 2021, I went to therapy for two months, <laughs> my only time and very short, but it was very insightful. It made me, there was a conversation I was had about like, my relationship with disappointments when I was younger, you know, and I don't want to put my business out there too much, but that's where it stemmed from. And I came to understand that I don't do well with rejection. So I even have friends where like, if I invite you out two, three times, I invite you to my place or whatever. And I realize that you are always like not coming or you don't have, you, you have stuff to do or whatever. I will kind of like stop inviting you to things. And then I have an issue where like now I've done like two or three things. Or we've organized hangouts and stuff and then you are not there and you come and make a big deal out of it. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Okay, sure. I'll invite you again. I just, I, I realized that about myself. So now I am learning to unlearn the habits of being upset when I invite someone out and they say they can't make it because it's not by force. Also, things happen. People are busy. People have lives to live, right? So I'm consciously having to unlearn that. And I feel like a lot of human relationships will be much better if you guys just sit with yourselves to understand yourselves and what makes you behave the way you do. Seriously. Sometimes I've been in situations where two people come to tell me their versions of events and you realize that these two people think they are right. They are telling you the same thing, but they are telling you from two different perspectives. They think they are right. In 2024, 
introspection, my darlings. Take some time. Get to understand why you tick. Don't go into 2023. I'm a Libra. I'm a, I'm a Pisces. I'm an earth sign. I'm a fire, whatever, whatever. Yeah. You're also an adult who should take full responsibility for your actions and inactions. And if you don't tell people that this thing upsets you, this thing you don't like it, you can't really blow the top. Like when they act in ways where you have enabled and then one of us, all of a sudden you are being passive aggressive and annoyed, but you've never communicated to them that you don't like it. You know? It's like one of the things that for me, I'm even going to tell you, like, I, I know myself. I've never had a, a, a great, I've never had a good hairline. <laughs> to be very honest, I've never had, no. My hairline has always been very far back. You know, you look at pictures of me as a baby and everything. It's just, it's a thing. And, um, when like the hairline started disappearing, a lot of my friends are like, Oh my God. Wow. Your hair is really going blah, blah, blah. I'm like, guys, I feel like you are really exaggerating because I've never really had like, my hairline was just like, it was full. Right? It was full, but it was always way back. And 2017, Dirty Reeve, I went to do Summer Boy. <laughs> it was a good haircut, by the way. I got a lot of compliments. And the hair just never grew back on that side. And I don't know, silly me, the following year, I did it on the other side. And the hair never grew, up, <laughs> grew back on that side. Right? And that's just it. I My hair is just a routine. I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to wear hats. I'm going to make it a thing. And... One of the things that I realized that I hated being the topic of discussion when I meet my friends, because when I started wearing hats, it became a thing. They were always asking about it because I never was someone that was always wearing hats. They would always ask about it. And I'm like, you know where it is. It's the hairline. But I know friends, whenever you hang out, they always want to tease you and whatever. And I always have to make sure that I'm not like a party pooper where I'm like oh, going to get upset. And then now they can't just have like, you know what I mean? So it became a thing. And I, I, I kind of like, I had to lean into it. I, so I started talking about my hairline in jokes on the podcast and stuff so that I'll kind of just be okay with it because my friends, they love me to death, but they're always going to talk about my hairline if they get the chance. And that's it. And I had to come to terms with it. It's not one of those things where I can go and say, please, don't do it. Like, they love me, but it's a thing. You know, we love each other for different things. And so I had to be comfortable with it i'm still not cool like i i've gone to some events i remember last year i went to the creed event without a hat you know i can i can do it but just to be safe and you know something you don't always have like a clean trim so just to be safe i just have the hat on and everything and something i go to the outfit and everything i just don't want to have to deal with that you know but i'm more like free with my friends i can take my hat off around my friends if we're in like a comfortable setting or whatever but in public i'll just keep it on you know what i mean and it just comes from Understanding where some of these things come from. And so I don't know. That's just what I wanted to say for that. I feel like I had more things when I thought about the idea of this, but we've, this is like 43 minutes and it's just too much. So, um, yeah, 2024. I just hope some of you guys take some of these things. And, um, if you know things come out, tweet it or maybe I'll put it in like the other episodes one by one. But yeah, that's it. That's, that's all we have for you on this special New Year's episode. Happy 2024, everybody. I really do hope. That this year, you guys really tap into your superpower, okay? When I say superpower, I'm not trying to be like, uh, but I feel like we're all willing and able, okay, to do things. But <sighs> I've come to understand that we're in a third world country and there are just certain things that we're going to have to deal with as young people. A lot of mental gymnastics, physical, like you're just... Things, we just don't get things on a silver platter. You know, you're just going to have to deal with a lot of things. But if you have a great circle of friends, a great level of self-awareness, 
and a drive to just keep pushing, you know, there's something that can be achieved. It's hard. It's not easy, but I think that there's something that can be achieved. And, you know, there are certain people in this, in this world, they really don't care for much. They don't have a lot of goals and aspirations. They have a job and they are okay sitting at that job for 10 years. They don't even want to be promoted. They don't want to make decisions. They just want to take orders and they are fine. And there's nothing wrong with that. There are people like that. But I'm speaking to those of you that have goals, ambitions, that have some kind of level of, you know, you want, there are things that you want for yourself. And every time you wake up every day, you know, trying to put your swag on and do what you need to do and go and reach for things. And Ghana keeps breaking you down. The government's decisions on things keeps breaking you down. And sometimes you just get tired. I just want to encourage you to keep pushing. Okay? Just keep pushing. Find your happy place. Cultivate your happy place. That's the thing. Happiness is not going to come to you. You put in the work. Okay? We love you guys so much for listening. My name is Joseph Inti. This has been the Sincerely Your Crowd podcast brought to you by the Gold Coast Report and also created by Kwame Asante, uh, who's also my producer, by the way. Kwame Asante Furry. Okay? We love you so much. Happy New Year. And we can't wait to be back properly. And let's get into this year with a lot more exciting episodes like we always do. Keep checking for us. Because, you know, it's always a good time on Sincerely Your Crowd. I'm going to love you and leave you in Kwame. Give it to them like it's hot.